Working in the city in August just wasn't civilized. Climbing the stairs to his office for an 8.30 appointment, foisted on him by Julie, his assistant, insofar as anyone was, with a tiny, scalding plastic cup of espresso in his hand, Sandro reflected glumly on this conclusion. Only the dregs of society found themselves sitting at a desk in August. Only the driven and desperate and enslaved. Forty degrees in the shade by day, and at two-thirteen that morning, when Sandro had been gasping like a fish in the bathroom, it had been thirty-one. Louisa had not wanted him to buy a thermometer. Why torture yourself? What is this obsession with numbers? But Sandro had done it on the sly. It hung just outside the bathroom window. Going in there in the early hours, as he often needed to do these days, he could lean out and take a look. Thirty-one degrees, three hours before dawn, and not a breath of cooler air anywhere in the city. Even the moon, shining perfectly round and white overhead, seemed to give out heat. During the day there were distractions, but at night, in those long, dead hours between midnight and dawn, when by rights the world should be cooling, the heat bore down like a weight. The very thought of Florence's tons of sun-soaked stone, of the eighty kilometers of baked earth separating them from the coast, of the humidity that rose off the sluggish river and the encircling hills that held it in, was enough to bring on a panic attack. Which was all it was. Panic. The heat. Louisa had pointed out to him a week ago, when the month had begun not with a bang, but with the sigh of departing life, empty parking spaces everywhere, shutters pulled down, that now he was a private investigator, a freelance who could theoretically please himself, whereas when Sandro had been a captain in the Polizia dello Stato, he had been obliged to work in August. That was different, Sandro had said. Hands on hips, Louisa had not dignified this with a reply, but Sandro could have defended himself if he had had the energy. It had been different, though, different having one desk of many in a big, air-conditioned building, moving through quiet corridors, everyone being in the same boat, the bar next to the police station staying open all year round, even on the mid-August holiday, Ferragosto, not to mention Christmas Day, to cater to the officers, who, after all, were providing an essential service. And out in the patrol car there had always been Pietro to talk to. Sandro's partner, official or otherwise, for twenty of his thirty years in the Polizia dello Stato, Pietro Cavallaro, was a modest, thoughtful man, six years his junior, with a round, red-headed wife of permanently sunny disposition, and a pretty daughter, now coming up to eighteen. Sandro registered that the big day was tomorrow, wasn't it? He'd arranged to meet Pietro tonight with their gift for the girl. Damn! A careful, meticulous man, slow to anger. The perfect compliment to Sandro, who had been described as impatient, irascible, impetuous, given to obsessive pursuits, but also flashes of insight. Very occasional flashes these days, Sandro thought gloomily, gazing out of the window, and no Pietro to bounce them off. He heard a siren, not far away, and by ear he mapped its path around the viale, from the four-lane modern span of the Ponte alla Vittoria to the choked roundabout of the Porta Romana. A motorino crash on one of the bends that the viale Michelangelo carved through the wooded hillside south of the city, perhaps. 
There was at least one a week. Lucky if the kid wasn't under a bus. He turned away, telling himself simply to be grateful he wasn't knocking on some parent's door. If August was a quiet month in the police, there was always something to do. There was paperwork to catch up on, there was drunkenness among tourists, rough sleepers to be moved on, and never mind the domestic squabbles that broke out or the psychiatric patients wandering the streets. People just went nuts in the heat, whether they were already on the edge or not. And now Sandro was going the same way. So take some time off, said Louisa. The irony was, last year it had been Sandro begging her to take it easy as she recovered from the cancer treatment. Sitting down at his desk out of habit, Sandro put a hand to his testicles, just for luck.